Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby of Say the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the kennel, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. All right, if you've got your Bibles, turn with me to uh, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Um, Have you ever noticed how many things come in threes? Um, Three is, I think, kind of a holy number, if you will. Um, The Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Jesus was in the grave for uh, three days. And uh, Jonah was in the well for three days. Um, there's just lots of threes, but it's not just religious stuff that are in threes. You know, plants need soil, water, and light. Um, engines need fuel, air, and fire. Human ne- humans need food, water, and shelter to sustain life. You can go 33 days without food, but only three days without water. Cowboys need a horse, a saddle, and cattle. Cowboys also need caring, daring, and some other word that rhymes with caring and daring that means tough. That was funny. Thank you for the one person that laughed. Uh, Cowboys need courage. And I have a new definition of courage. Courage is knowing it might hurt and doing it anyway. Stupidity is the same. That's why life is hard, right? But there's one more set of three that we'll talk about today. That uh, it's the three people you need in your life to help you grow. The three people in your life that you need to help you grow. Now, before we get into that, I have a very special request for all of you. All of you here, all of you watching online, listening on the radio, all the ways, podcasts, everything. Don't be a holy hole today, okay? Don't be a holy hole today. And you've all experienced a holy hole before, okay? They're the ones that want to one-up you in righteousness no matter what you say. Okay, it's like you might say, yeah, I learned a lot from that guy. And they will say, well, I learned a lot from Jesus. Okay, that's a holy hole. Okay, Um, you might say, man, I'm starving. Let's go eat. And a holy hole will say, man does not live on bread alone, but by the very words that come out of God's mouth. Don't do that to me today. Okay, seriously, don't do that to me today. I watched Tombstone last night. Or I watched Tombstone last night. Oh, yeah, I memorized the book of Isaiah. <laughs> Come on, holy holes. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it to me today, okay? Um, don't quote me on this, but I, I got, wasn't a message from the Holy Spirit. It's just kind of an impression from the Holy Spirit that uh, it might be okay to use long yellow hot shots on holy holes, okay? It was just an impression. I, you know, don't, don't say that I told you to do it. It was just an impression, um, but don't fry them. Just stop right before they pee themselves. See? It'll, it'll help. Today's clinic is called the Grow Yard. The Grow Yard. 
We will be discussing three people in your life that will help you grow the most. Ready? Let's ride. The first person that you will need in your life to help you grow is somebody to learn from. Somebody to learn from. Listen, we all need a mentor. We all need a mentor. Or for us guys, I like to call them mentors. We all need a mentor in our lives. Someone that helps you become a better man. Some of my mentors that don't include my family are Ralph Hager, who taught me to believe in myself. Robert McLean, who taught me the only way to get better is to do it, not talk about it. And my friend John Lacey, who convinced me that it's okay to be the preacher that isn't like everyone else. Everybody needs a mentor. You want to learn to grow, you need three people in your life, and the first one is somebody to learn from. Somebody to learn from. Find a mentor, and here's the thing. Give them a reason to want to teach you. Give them a reason to want to teach you. Listen to what they say and do what they say to do. They're not out there, you know, your, your mentor is not there to give you some good advice so that you can see if you disagree or agree with it, okay? If they're going to take the time to pass along knowledge to you, you need to take that knowledge and learn it their way. And then later, if you have a difference of opinion, that's part of growth too, and that's fine. But if somebody's going to take you under their wing, you need to listen to what they say and do what they say the way they say to do it. That's the reason that they're a mentor. But you notice I said listen. Notice I said listen. Because nothing makes you deaf like your tongue moving. Listen. Listen to what they have to say. A mentor should encourage you and not cut you any slack. And all three of the guys that I know, that's what made them my mentors. They encouraged me. They were in my corner each and every time, and they were not afraid to chew my butt out if I did something wrong. And I probably learned more from the butt chewings than I did the advice, but I'm a cowboy, and that's kind of how we learn. And I think of Paul whenever I think of mentors, because he had a young man that he took under his wing and taught him everything he knew. That young man's name was Timothy. Go read First and Second Timothy, and it is a personal letter from Paul to a guy named... It starts with a T, guys. It starts with a T. No, not Titus, but it's close. It's close, Mitch. You know, it's a personal letter from Paul to Timothy, encouraging him, warning him, telling him what to look for, what to, you know, what will help him, what will hurt him, how to treat others. You know, it's a fantastic, you know, he tells him how to run a church of, you know, when you're looking for leadership, look for these qualities. And it's a fantastic set of books. You know, Timothy was young. Timothy was young, and he was going to be leading a church. And, you know, 
I, I told you all the story not too long ago about uh, the lady that uh, I sat down across from her at a family member's birthday, and I didn't know this lady. And she asked me, she goes, well, what do you do? She's an older lady. And I said, well, I'm a, I'm a pastor. She looked me dead straight in the eye and said, no, you're not. Well, okay, but yes, I am. She goes, no, you're not. So I didn't know whether to pull out my hot shot on her, you know, just to, you know, just, just to get us on the same level. You know what I mean? Not, not for, not for uh, you know, being mean. But I looked at her and I smiled and I was like, why do you say that? She goes, you're not old enough to be a pastor. See, my husband is a pastor. And I was like, oh. Well, that's good. And then I said, well, maybe you should go read Timothy about how Paul encouraged him instead of throwing hot water on everything. She got up and moved. I, I don't know why. I thought we were having a good conversation. Okay? I really did. I thought we were having a great conversation. We were bonding. But Timothy was young. And Paul told him, he said, don't be intimidated by others just because you're young. You know, me and, me and Mitch are both 23, and we go through this on a daily basis. Oh, you're older than me now? Oh, Mitch is 24 now. Fixing to draw Social Security. But Paul encouraged Timothy. Paul warned him and guided him on his path. See, we all need a mentor. We need somebody that can uh, teach us, somebody that we can look up to. And one of the greatest verses in the Bible came from Paul to Timothy. And it's in 2 Timothy 1.7. It's a really famous verse. And it says, For we have not been given a spirit of fear and timidity, but one of power, love, and self-control. You know, that verse has all three things that you need in a mentor. Encouragement, warning, and guidance. If you want to grow, you need three people in your life. Well, maybe you don't need them, but if you truly do want to grow, these three people can help. They do not take the place of a relationship with God, holy holes. Okay, we're not saying that, but God can work through Others, just like he works miracles, okay? Um, so the first one that we need is a mentor. The second person that will help us grow is someone to compete with. Someone to compete with. We need to surround ourselves with people that are just as hungry for the good things in life as we are, and that will force us to push ourselves to be better and better. We need somebody in our life that is just as hungry as we are, that we can, not, and I don't mean competition in a bad way to see which one is better, but it's just somebody to push us, to give us a reason to want to better ourselves. And you know, I honestly believe that my competition right now is Ty. My competition is Ty. He pushes me to get better and better at cowboying, and I push him 
to have a better and better relationship with God. And we, although it's not a rivalry competition, but it is a pushing competition because I make him a better cowboy and he makes me a better preacher. We help each other. We push each other. We encourage each other. We make fun of each other. We celebrate victories. And we're there for each other in our defeats. You want somebody in your life that will help you grow. Yes, you need a mentor. But you also need somebody that can come alongside, that has taken the same journey that you are, that is about the same level in whatever you're trying to grow into. I think of Peter and John, two of the three disciples in the inner circle of Jesus. I think of Peter and John as, as competitors. Because um, John, I think, learned quicker. John was a little bit sharper, okay? I think John was a little bit sharper. But Peter was brave. And Peter was never afraid to make a mistake. Like, I mean, he, he never held back. I mean, he gave it 100%. And man, a lot of his mistakes, <laughs> they, they were at full stupid. And that's what I love about Peter. Yeah, he made mistakes. But he made them at full stupid. And I think that Peter and John pushed each other to be better. John was the only one at the cross. But Peter was crucified upside down because he didn't see himself worthy to be killed in the same way as Jesus was. John wanted to call down fire and brimstone on a village that didn't want Jesus there. Peter cut the ear off of the high priest's servant when they came to arrest Jesus. Competition. Not against each other, but pushing each other to grow. Pushing each other constantly to get better. John said that he was the disciple that Jesus loved. I love that about John. He never said, you know, me, John. He just always referred to himself in the gospel that he wrote as the disciple that Jesus loved. I love that. I love that. John said that he was the disciple that Jesus loved, and Peter said that he loved Jesus more than the rest of the disciples did. Jesus called John one of the sons of thunder, gave him a nickname. And Jesus changed Cephas' name to Peter. Yeah, I mean, they weren't in competition against each other. They were in competition pushing each other to get better and better and better. And yes, we do need mentors in our life. Somebody to lead and guide us and warn us and encourage us, but we also need that person that is about the same level that we can talk to, share things with, rope with, miss with, get in wrecks with. It's part of the growth process. In Proverbs 17, 17, the Bible says, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. We need those types of brothers to walk, and sisters, to walk alongside of us, to push us to be better, to push us to grow, that will encourage us, make fun of us, be there for us. We need it in order to grow. 
Hey, pardon me for just a second. We're fixing to hit the back side of this pasture, so it's time to step off and cinch them up. While we're down here, I want to see if you can help us out. We really do need a hand in this ministry, and the fact that you're listening right now means that you're riding with us. All you have to do is text Save the Cowboy, all one word, to 77977, and you can help us out in less time than it would take to pull your rope down. Again, text Save the Cowboy, all one word, to 77977. That's Save the Cowboy to 77977. Thanks for the hand, pards. And finally. Finally. Yes, we need a mentor. That's the first person. We need someone to teach us. We need someone to compete with. And then we need someone to teach. Because at some point, it's going to be your turn to be the mentor. It's going to be your turn to move from student and competitor to teacher, to mentor. You know, it's been said that if you can't make a child understand it, then you don't understand it either. And there's no quicker way to learn what you don't know than trying to teach somebody what you do. I guarantee you. But this isn't about being over someone. This isn't about giving... This is about giving someone a chance. Think about that. This is about giving someone a chance. Because you know in your life, someone gave you a chance. And you know what? You probably didn't deserve it. But they saw something in you. They saw a spark of something that they probably recognize from their own time of having a mentor, and they wanted to give back. To give someone else a chance. Because see, here's the deal. You were the new guy once. You were the new guy once. You were the guy that was always in the wrong place at the wrong time. If you should have turned left, you turned right. If you should have pushed, you didn't. You held back. You know, if you should have held back, you pushed. You know, you swung the gate the wrong way. You didn't know the difference between in and out. You were the new guy once. We all were. And there's going to be somebody else that comes along in your life at some point in time that is going to be the new guy, what will you do with him? Will you just make fun of him and, you know, call him a gunsel and blah, blah, blah? Or will you take him under your wing? Will you take him under your wing and give him a chance just like somebody at some point gave you? See, part of our growth is to pass along a part of our legacy to someone else because you can't take your legacy with you. You have to give it away. You have to give it away. It's not a legacy if you hold it in. It's only a legacy if you give it away. I just sang Red Hot Chili Peppers, give it away, give it away, give it away now in my mind. Thank you, Bill. Bill's the only one that knew what I was talking about. A legacy isn't something we've done. It's something that we've passed down. Don't give it away lightly, though. Don't give it away lightly. But also, don't hoard it to yourself.
In this instant, I thought about the great prophet Elijah and how he walked out into a field and threw his cloak around a guy that was plowing a field with a couple of oxen named Elisha. He mentored him. He taught him everything that he knew. And in the end, Elijah said, I'm fixing to go be with the Lord. And if I can, I will give you anything that you want. I will pray that God will give you anything you want. What is it that you want? You know what Elisha said? I love this answer. He said, I want a double helping of the Spirit of God that you have. God was so impressed with that, he gave it to him. He gave it to him. You need three people in your life to help you grow. You need a mentor, someone to teach you. You need somebody to compete with, somebody that can come along on the journey that is taking the same journey. Now, we, we can't, we both can't, you know, do the same journey, but we can travel in the same direction and be there for each other. And then at some point in time, I think that maybe not the, the finalization of our growth, but maybe the last part is to be able to take what we know and give it to somebody else. Find these three people in your life to help you grow. Someone to learn from. Don't be a holy hole and say that you're only going to learn from Jesus, okay? Someone to compete with. And don't be a holy hole and say that you're only in, I'm only in competition with myself. Don't do that. You know what I'm talking about. And someone to teach. Don't be a holy hole and think you're better than someone just because they don't know what you know. Three people that will help you grow. You know, a lot of times before the service starts, I tell you about a trip that me and Jeremiah Turco took to Texas, and he had said that he saw a church sign that said, all sinners are welcome here. And he said, that's the way I feel about Save the Cowboy. And I kind of took that, but I added something on it. All sinners are welcome here. They're welcome to grow here. Because that's the point, guys. That's the point. To grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And let's learn from whoever we can. You know, I always say that it's, it's, it's good to learn from your own mistakes, but it's a lot easier to learn from somebody else's. Okay? You know, don't pee on the electric fence or walk under it trying to feed your horses. You know, it, you can, but I want to be there when you do. I need something funny for Facebook. These three people may take you your entire lifetime to find, and that's fine, because you know what? We should be willing to grow for our entire life. Let's go to God in prayer. God, help us to grow with each other as we, go in the, as we grow in the grace and knowledge of your son, Jesus. Let's not take an attitude of been there and done that, but let's take an attitude of humility, whether we are learning, competing, 
or teaching. Love and humility are the soil and water of our growth. And Jesus, you are the light. Help us to be everything you want us to be. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please be continue to pray for our communities, pray for our country, uh, those affected by COVID in whatever form or fashion that they are affected in. There's people that aren't working right now, and uh, we all have our own opinions about it, but I think that we can all agree that, uh, that our nation needs, needs mega prayer, mega prayer. Don't leave here today without knowing that on behalf of all of Save the Cowboy, we thank you and we love you, and so does God. We'll see y'all next week. Have you ever dreamed of being a cowboy? Do you long to ride for the brand? If you're one of those rare individuals, then we at Save the Cowboy have something just for you. We believe that you are capable of more than you ever imagined. We are offering you the chance to ride for the Lord and save the Cowboys Long X Ranch. We can show you how to be stronger, go further, and ride harder than you ever thought possible. And you know what? We just happen to have a spot for a cowboy. You ready to saddle up? A Long X Ranch Cowboy is a person wanting to take their relationship with God to the next level. Our cowboys strive to live a life worthy of their calling and help save the cowboy gather the lost and bring back those that have strayed away. Are you ready to take the outside? If so, go to SaveTheCowboy.com and sign up today. We'll be waiting on you.